Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Hey, you know what? And I'm, uh, I'm positive Chuck Mockler. Way to stick Still. with it, buddy. <laughs> Way to stick with it. We're uh, here. We're a couple of best friends and, uh, Clipper credentialed media folks who bring you Locked on Clippers five days a week. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. That's when you can listen to them, Monday through Friday, huh? It's a fun time. It's a fun time. Kicking off the time today, uh, we're going to talk about that 117-111 loss to the Utah Jazz. Kind of a heartbreaker. Once again, some really strong stuff in the fourth quarter, but yeah, <sighs> it, it, this one hurts. Uh, but we'll talk about what we didn't like from that one as well as what we did like. Uh, and then in the next segment, we're talking what the Clippers need to do well to put together this Game 3 win. Once again, uh Stop me if it sounds familiar. Clippers down 0-2. Must win game <laughs> Most three. Most important game of the season. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about what we need to do well as well as what could go wrong in that one as always. And then it's Friday. Every single Friday we have a Love, Mary quarantine for you. Mm-hmm. Basically, we rank something arbitrarily related to the Clippers. Yeah, loosely. And we're either loving it, we're marrying it, or we're quarantining it, which means get it the heck away from us. So all that and more coming up right about now. But first, I got to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.0. Six carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. So stay tuned for the Ultra Moment segment coming up later in the episode. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, the Clippers lost 117 111 to the Jazz and Utah in game two. The Clippers were up by two with less than seven minutes left, but then, as kind of the story of the whole game was, they missed five straight three-point attempts, the Jazz hit some insane shots, the Clippers just couldn't really recover. This game, if you watch this game, there were points where it seemed insane that they were only down two a couple times. Like, we were down 21 at one point in this game. They got a lead. I mean, like, the taking a lead in the fourth quarter was nuts. It was incredible. So the fight was there. Um, It was there late. It was there late. So that brings us perfectly into what we didn't like. Where, where is the fight when we're not down 21? Or where is the same kind of chippiness or intensity when things are maybe still, maybe still the tone is still getting figured out? Like, it's very frustrating. I, so I'm with you. I, I think a couple of things um, that are worth contextualizing is that they were hitting some insane shots despite mm-hmm. like despite some very sure. good defensive coverage. Yes. So I understand how that maybe drains a little bit out of you. And then with the goofiness of of sort of the officiating last game, I think that like maybe guys might have been conditioned a little bit to, you know, to sort of steer differently, but I I'm with you. The fight wasn't there all four quarters. And I think the big thing or the I mean not the biggest, but a thing we definitely have to talk about is some of these rotations are starting to get a little bit worrisome. This but, was Ty Lue's weirdest game. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in this. I think we should say that for the last because, like, okay, look, Paul George and Kawhi combined for 48 points. That's not going to cut it in this series. Absolutely not. It's insane. Paul George had 27, 10, and 6, but it wasn't efficient, and we're all, like, mad about it. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's such a weird conundrum. Like, Kawhi had 21, 4, and 5. Again, somehow not enough. Um, it just like the aggression, like the aggression was there from Paul George late, of course, as kind of with everybody. Kawhi, mm-hmm. I mean, guys look gassed. Kawhi being tired, I'm like, hey man, you gave us a couple forty point performances in game one, dude. That was a week ago. I know, but I'm saying this in comparison to Paul George. Where yeah, I'm like at least there's that heat. 
Paul George, it's like, man, I, I don't know how long we can keep doing this thing, dude. Yeah. Like, 27, 10, and 6, phenomenal. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome that you're great in the fourth quarter. Play two quarters like we, that. We need some more. And it it ugh, it's just frustrating. Um, like you mentioned, Jazz had absolutely everything. The drop coverage was not working early for the Clippers no. in the Jazz pick and roll. Anytime a big was dropped on Mitchell, it was an easy look. Mitchell was hot to start this one. He he faded a bit, yeah. but he he had 37. Like, they held him for like to one of six in the when they were mounting that comeback. Yeah. So the Jazz shot 51% from three and 55% from the floor. And look, at this point, I would love to say this was an anomaly. It's we, not. We it's see this so happen. many times. We, happen, <laughs> we, we see this happen like time and time again in the Clippers. Teams get into a rhythm, uh, and they literally can't miss. And like once again, this is like a game one on margins. Both of these games, close games, uh, and there's just like there's too many missed opportunities, and it certainly doesn't help. You know, we missed so many open threes while they were making them. Morris. 0-5 from deep. He was a no-show. Brutal. We we talked about in the last episode about how he literally either shoots 50% or below 20%. And this was as below 20% as you could possibly get. Yeah. Um, from Marcus Morris. Just abs- Paul George, 2 of 3 from deep. Like It's just like Bev, 0 of 2. I mean, it, it's just frustrating. And let's get to these rotations because this is going to take up most of the segment as it should. But this is... This was one of Ty Lue's most confusing games. Post-game, Ty Lue explicitly said that Terrence Mann is now out of the rotation. Yeah, which, and, and we've now seen Kennard close consecutive over games. Over Batum. Yeah. And he gets picked on every time. Kennard shooting, we need it sometimes. I'm not pretending we couldn't have used it maybe when Morris is throwing up five misses from deep. Maybe that's the time to put in Luke Kennard. Closing? Closing when you're down, I'm I'm not really understanding. I, I the first game game one we saw it. He got hunted on the soft switch. And we didn't see Pat in closing minutes. We didn't. We got and we got your biggest point. Oh, we have to talk about the fucking boogie minutes. Excuse the language, but it's very warranted. He had eleven first half minutes. The offense at one point was kind of like Demarcus Cousins took seven shots in this game. Yes. Nick Batum took four. Luke Kennard took one. Zoo took three. Like, the, the pressure that he puts on the defense, his drop coverage on Donovan Mitchell was standing in the darkest gradient of the Utah Jazz paint. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just can't move on defense. So the drop, like, if we're going to play drop coverage and Boogie is the guy who they're getting switched switch on, that's an open look every single time. Yeah. Him being good at offense is, like, just a bonus when all you're hoping for is to not completely ruin the defense on the for the Clippers. Like And he wasn't that great at offense. No. <laughs> like and now Terrence is out of the rotation and Rondo's just too bad to play in the playoffs. He's getting he got a DNP yeah. tonight. He has I mean he has not looked good in the last couple like, of games. They're just I mean, it, there's just some head scratching stuff. Terrence Mann one minute. Like Basically a DNP for Terrence Mann. Essentially. And I'm not saying this is a disrespect to Terrence Mann. I'm, I don't know if furious is the right word. I'm so confused by Tyloo's thinking on this. Yeah. I haven't said that. The only time I've really said that or felt it was in the beginning of the season. We were playing Reggie, Lou, Will, and Kennard. And it was like, why isn't this working? It's like, everyone knows why this isn't working. Yeah. Just taking Terrence Mann. Dude, like the rotation's already short. We're down surge. (laughs) 
Rondo's getting DNPs. You're taking Terrence Mann out of the rotation. And I know you got to play your best guys, but, like, we're exhausted. And, I mean, I'm sorry. Exhaustion, I'll give you a pass for game one. You don't get it for game two. Every team, like, I mean, Utah is on, Utah is on the same amount Terrence of... Mann? Utah's on the same amount of rest. But it wouldn't help to play Terrence Mann a little bit more than it would to maybe play, like... I mean, Reggie was great. We literally needed Reggie. We needed Reggie. Game. But, like... So, like, give give four minutes of DeMarcus Cousins to Terrence Mann. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I, <laughs> right? Like, I think, too, with the guard minutes, like, I never understand why we have more than one guard on the floor. I think... It's the, our weakest position. I think the new Clippers thing, if you're a Clippers fan, is never understanding the guard rotation. Yeah. I think that's just what we're set at. There's no... Apparently, Rondo's not good enough to get playing time. Bev... We can go into what we liked because Bev and Reggie Jackson were part of kind of some good stuff in this game. Yes. Um, Reggie Jackson shot well. He was four of eight from three. Legit kept the Clippers in this game. He was the leading Clipper scorer. So. Oh, God, that breaks my heart. Um, 29 points. We needed every single one of them. 57, 58% from the floor. Pat Bev was positive for a bit in this one. Like the shooting, bad. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Oh, he was an over from the floor. Uh, offensively, he's not there. Um, he does still get this team going on defense. They were and feeding off what he was doing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he also, I, him and Joe Ingles were involved in what has to be a league first, which is Joe Ingles was fouled by Patrick Beverly, and then they reviewed the play, and they determined that the foul on Patrick Beverly still stood. But Joe Ingles was then assessed a flagrant one. Yeah. So it's got to be the first time in the history of the NBA that someone got fouled while giving out a flagrant one. These refs, all of them, hope they freaking pound sand. This was a <laughs> horrifically refed game yet again. Yes. Um, but hey, we shot, we shot a bunch of free throws. <laughs> so that was Hey, cool. we, we did hit our free throws. Uh, best free throw shooting team in the regular season, baby. Here's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. The zone worked. Yeah. The zone, like, worked against the Jazz, which felt like when Carlisle was doing a zone and putting in Boban, where it's like we're throwing stuff at the wall. Like, man, like, Ty Lue seems a little, a little outcoached right now. I don't know if it's outcoached or if it's just us not hitting open shots because that's part of it. But like, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a huge part of it, sure. right? Like, that makes it a lot more difficult. But we're going to a zone because we don't know how to deal with Donovan Mitchell. And credit to Donovan Mitchell. He's destroying us. He's the best player in the series. Yeah. I mean, he has been through two games for sure. Uh, what, what positive note can we end on? Because we, we got to win this one in L.A. We got to win the one in L.A. Yeah. PG's uh, due. I keep telling myself that every single day of my life. Yeah. Not uh, every day. He's been pretty good. And we, you know, Reggie Jackson's still a member of the Los Angeles Clippers. So. Yeah. Absolutely good. Um, coming up. Are we talking what the Clips need to do to extend this series? Because they absolutely do. But first, after so many good moments, it's been very difficult for us to pick this week's ultra moment. But it has to be, and I can't stress this enough, any Reggie Jackson 3 that has gone in. This is always a roller coaster with Reggie, but it's been a lot more highs than lows lately. I think we can all agree. He's been... Kind of <laughs> maybe the Clippers' second best player in the second round. I don't even really think that's an exaggeration. No. <laughs> in terms of offense. The Clippers have needed it. Can he come up big in game three? We definitely need him to. Um, the Clippers certainly hope so. 
Reggie has certainly brought joy to the fans and some much-needed energy to the team. Go check out tons of other exciting Ultra Moments with hashtag UltraMoment. Remember that whatever you do, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please remember that. Big shout out to Michelob for only having 2.6 calories and 95, excuse me, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. A little slip of the tongue there. Too many cloves. Hey, hey, what a day. Joy creates success. And enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. Okay, so we're back and we're talking game three preview. Clippers are taking it back to LA. What do we need to do well to put this one away? I mean, I want us to hit the open shots we have, but I'm not sure how to do that other than to keep taking them. Right? Yeah. Got to be optimistic. The Clippers are 9 of 32 on quote-unquote unguarded catch-and-shoot threes in this series, which is mind-blowing. That's, uh, yeah, that's about as bad as it could get. That's absolutely insane. And so that has to flip at some point. Like, I don't know what... Cha- so the issue Once again, it's like, the, I just feel like I'm on repeat. It's the same thing as the Dallas series. Like, can you stay in long enough for the... For these things to get the out. For yeah. the averages to even out. The Clippers need to find mismatches. They're not exploiting mismatches. How many times did you yell at the TV when they're not going at oh, the anybody? Whole, the, and like, Bohan has been good at defending. I'm not going to pretend like he's been bad, but like, there's just... Anytime there's a mismatch, they're not going at Gobert. They're not trying to get him in trouble. I know he's literally they're not one of the using greatest defensive like, to players ever, but like they're not using any moves on Bo like on Bojan Bogdanovic though, right? Like it's like sure. going straight at him, and like he's a big enough dude where I feel like you can defend that. But Paul George to me, especially like I don't I don't mean to hamper on the dude because he was good in the fourth or whatever, but like he'll have a mismatch where he's on Clarkson or something, and he's passing the ball up. Yep. And it's like, I mean, what do you? What's the better matchup on the floor right now? Like, what in your mind is the better matchup on the floor? I don't know. Like, I I just can't imagine. Um, I, I just don't understand it. So yeah, I I I think they did a. I think it took them too long to figure that out in the Dallas series. Um, and once again, I guess it's taking them too long to figure it out in the Jazz series. It really might be. Um, we got to figure out the rotations. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, this might be my biggest concern because it is now June. Yeah. And we're in the third game of the series. And we're still, Terrence Mann somehow, great in game seven. Like pretty good in game one. Um, but just out of the rotation now. Like. According to Ty Lue, yes. uh, Literally according to Ty Lue. Yes. So, I mean, Kennard can't be in Batum in crunch time. No. With the Clippers down, I don't think. No, I don't... He's not a... I just... I have to know the reasoning behind, like, why he's the decision in the this crunch time lineup. Like, it, yeah. The, the, the only thing it can be is his elite shooting. We're not pretending like the man's shooting is not elite. And we could have maybe used it sometimes. He made his 1-3. But that's the thing, right? Like, you haven't even made an attempt to get him going. So, like, (laughs) you don't even know for sure if he's going to be on. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, What else do we have to do in this game to make this a freaking series? Which the Clippers can do. It was only a six-point loss in game two. 
Yeah, uh, we got to rebound the ball better. Uh, it, that goes back to like seeing the fight. Um, it was great to see Pat out there with those like leaping rebounds that he grabs. The energy is there. Another reason why Terrence Mann should get some playing time. Anyway, we got so. out rebounded forty to fifty in this one. Um, look, and and the thing is, is like if we're gonna continue to shoot really poorly, we need to grab more second chance opportunities. Uh, yes. You need just every opportunity to to get yourself back in the game, and. Get out rebounded by you know that much by like twenty five percent is not gonna get it done. Yeah, what was in game when game two we had forty, they had fifty. Yeah, that's not good. Um, what could go wrong in this one? And th- sorry, just back to what we need to do well. It's so frustrating that we just need to keep playing basically the same offensive game and hope that shots fall. And I and I say this from a pure fan standpoint. Yeah. Of. That doesn't feel good in my heart, <laughs> right? Like, and hope that Kawhi stays out of foul trouble. I mean, that's been so weird this series. Like, the whistles have been awful. Some of the worst ref basketball for both sides. Um, Seems like it's going worse one side than the other. But. Very true. Um, what could go wrong? Kawhi and PG don't combine for at least 50. That has to happen. Yeah. It just has to. That's bare minimum. Yes. There's really no other notes here that I can think of, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, we talked about how maybe this game, uh, game two, is going to be a big chance for Paul George to redeem some of this stuff, some of the slander and all that stuff. And, like, sure, box score-wise, yeah, the 28, the 10, and 6 look good. But if you watch this game, it wasn't there. I would say almost six of these points I wouldn't even count. because <laughs> he, like... he made a three late that was so infuriating. Yeah. It was like, why is that one going? Um, <laughs> but this is, their, this is maybe their last chance at home to make something happen. Yes. We, we need a 2-1-3 game that has to be like 65 points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else could go wrong? Uh, I mean, the Jazz just continue to shoot this way. Like I, Are they as deep as every as like we should be, if that makes sense? Like, right now, it feels like... Like, we have Reggie Jackson, which is great, but he's scoring better than Paul George. I would say, Luke yeah, like in anything. the way... I, I just feel like they are optimizing their lineup... Um, in a little bit better the way. I mean, like, I would say, like, top-tier talent. Yeah, I mean, I guess, theoretically, the Clippers have the better talent, but I, I think the optimization of that talent hasn't been that great. Um, once again, I feel like we're saying the same thing that we said a year ago and that we said a series ago. Was and, Doc right? No. Um, he was uh, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult, but let's hope that the Clippers can can take advantage of... of having home like some home court stuff be loud if you're listening you're going be loud yeah because that be crowd loud. that crowd was a different level they did their job than dallas the utah sure. jazz crowd did their job and none of their fans got kicked out for being horrible racists so hey they got that going for them that's one series down there has been <laughs> one series since incident <laughs> at the beehive arena or whatever it's called um key matchups in this one how are we slowing down donovan mitchell or is he going to continue to destroy us yeah. Because I'm not sure at this point. Yeah. Also, Donovan tr- Mitchell, I now firmly believe, is better than Luka Doncic. I don't know. Different. Different. I like Donovan Mitchell a whole lot more. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you have a greater respect for his I have game. a much greater respect for Donovan Mitchell than Luka Doncic. Um, how do we stop him? Is it the zone? Randomly? Because we can't shoot, do that the whole game. They shoot so many threes, though. For sure. 
Uh, it doesn't seem like that would necessarily be advantageous. I don't know. We got to figure it out, though. Uh, do you think Zoo is back out of the starting lineup? Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Is that Zoo started and got so many fouls caught on him so fast, which is partly the refs, uh, partly Zoo being, you know, a bit of a baby deer out there. I don't know. I don't think they start Zoo. I kind of hope they don't. Yeah. I just want the other big matchup is Clippers versus the fight. Yes. Yeah, 100%. That has to be there. Um, I just, <laughs> I don't get why it's just in like the final frame of a game or when it's down 0-2. Um, they could have easily stagged one of these two games, I feel like. Yeah. And I, like they just both, I, I don't mean to like sound down on the whole thing, but it's like they both just feel like such wasted opportunities No to Conley. Me. Yeah. It's big. All right, predictions real quick. Will, I mean, the Clippers have to win. So. They have to. They yeah. literally have to. Here's the big 2-1-3 game coming up. We're we playing a fun love Mary quarantine uh, about the opposing coach, Quinn Snyder. But first, got to give a shout-out to Bet Online. Hey. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and the NHL playoffs are in full swing. Plus, the WNBA is going on. Win some money over there. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news and scores. It's the best way to place your bet, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And Will, now that we've bet some money, what should we do with our hands? You got to power up. Uh, with Built Bar, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. The new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than before. Comes in 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors for those with allergies. The six new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Ooh. Ooh, yummy. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. But the best thing is that the Built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie. They're low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They're great for the keto diet. And right now, we have a very special offer for our listeners. For a limited time, you can get a free cooler with purchase. Limited drop, y'all. This is only while supplies last, so you're going to want to get on this. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, welcome to Shaving Slash Love Mary Quarantine. Hope everyone's having a good Friday. Hope everyone had a pretty good week. Hope we have a good weekend. Hope the Clippers pull this freaking win out at Staples. Yeah. Be loud again. Cannot stress that enough. Um, today, we're doing a Love Mary Quarantine. We do this every Friday. It's kind of a nice way uh, to unwind from the week. Quinn Snyder is the coach of the Jazz, as you may or may not know. Bit of an intense fellow. <laughs> yes. Is, is the general consensus <laughs> yeah. to Quinn Snyder. So we were thinking um, funny things that Quinn Snyder does during his morning routine. <laughs> What does Quinn Snyder do? First of all, what do we think Quinn Snyder's house is like? Is it all glass? I can't imagine there's a moat. Is it all glass or is it painted black? I think I'm going with the latter. Moat seems like a very good idea. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, my, one of my options, things Quinn Snyder does during his morning routine, 
stares into a tiny mirror on his wall for five <laughs> minutes. This is a mirror that's like the size of his eye. So he's just looking just at just eye to eye with himself. Five minutes every morning. All right. All right. That's intense. It'll get you going. What's this other one we got on here? Uh, he plays Hackburn with his children. Will you explain Hackburn? He always to the burns people? them. Okay, so if you don't know what Hackburn is, it's a combination of the games Hacky Sack and Dodgeball. It's an aggressive hippie game. Yeah, we're which in, is funny. We're in like you're playing Hacky Sack in a circle, and then you get to a certain number, and then you take the Hacky Sack and you can throw it at someone in the circle. Yes. And I love the idea of an over-competitive dad, Quinn Snyder, but it's over the game hacky sack. Yeah. He's like, that wasn't five. That wasn't five. You can't catch it, Quinn. I'm assuming all of his children are named Quinn. Um, <laughs> Quigley, Quinley. It's <laughs> a good call. Um, and then the last one, listens to sounds of metal scraping together during breakfast. Mm. This, is just, this is heavy machinery. Wait. He's eating breakfast, or it's the sound of metal scraping during breakfast, like at a diner, like when the forks are he's scraping? He's eating breakfast, and okay. he's wearing wireless, sound-canceling headphones, <laughs> and it's just, like, metal, metal grinding. Metal grinding, and, like, and maybe, weirdly enough, like, forks and knives scraping against plates. All right. Which one of these are you loving marrying and quarantining? Because it's working for him so far. Uh, I'm loving the metal scraping uh, during okay. breakfast. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good time. Um... <laughs> Yeah. The first meal of the day is always a weird one. I feel like sometimes you do need something weird something to, to wake to you get up going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I identify with that. I got to marry Hackburn with his children. That's um, a fun time. <laughs> it's a fun time imagining a, a full-grown Quinn Snyder throwing a in his hacky weird, sack In at, his weird skinny jeans. <laughs> throwing a hacky sack at, at a child is, uh, is endlessly funny That's to me. That's a fun time. Um, and I'm going to quarantine Tiny Mirror... Um, okay, man. I feel like we're crossing over into American Psycho territory, and I'm not sure if he's quite there. He looks like basketball Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Quinn Snyder, definitely the most he's talked to other coaches about is other coaches' business cards. I can do over a 1,000 now. <laughs> Dude, seriously. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm, I'm, loving, I'm loving the metal scraping. Yeah. It's a fun time. Yeah. Seems like some weird stuff. Um, I'm marrying staring into the tiny mirror on his wall. Because okay. I think it's something that even, say, this might be something he does at his office. Say he gets there early and he's doing his wall stare. And someone walks into his office and they're like, oh, sorry. He won't. He doesn't even know. Do you think he later reviews film of himself staring into the mirror? He reviews film <laughs> of himself reviewing film. <laughs> he really, but... He has so when when Quinn Snyder watches film, he also has a camera filming just his face, and so he watches that and he goes, "That was a good facial expression." That's what I think he does. He's such a good coach. This is all in good fun. Yeah, this is oh, this is um, absolutely all in good fun. And then I I think I'm gonna quarantine Hackburn with his children because in 15 years this feels like maybe an article that gets him kicked out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> if things went right, they like, did you know that he used to freaking hurl a wasn't there like a really nice brand of hacky sacks back in college? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that like hurts the most. I don't know. Um, all this to say... You can put them in the freezer. I know people would try to do oh that. Oh, God. There was a group of... Oh, man. This is so funny. There was a park near uh, the old college we went to. Shout out University of Montana. Let's go Grizz. Um, where there was a group of dudes who would put on like 
They'd be wearing like workout clothes. Yeah. Which at the time in the early, when like the mid thousands was like shorts, baggy basketball shorts and a tank top or something. But they would hack. Yeah. Like they would be like fully gymmed out. Just well, do you believe I've out. never hacked in not jeans? No, that checks out. <laughs> I mean, um, what are you supposed to do? Put on athletic wear. <laughs> that's how you win Hackburn. That's how Quinn wins Hackburn. Long story short, Clippers and seven. Yeah. This is where we're at. Yep. Once Clippers again. Clippers and seven. LFG, boys, as Luke Kennard is probably saying to the team right now on the plane. I'm assuming they're on the plane. Um, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's not over yet. Why not? Yet. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Get fan, let's get a full staple center back for game six. Let's get to that, you know? So yeah. Win game three. Take care of business in Utah. Again in game four. Take it back to game uh, five in Staples, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm so... My brain is scrambled. For game six series. would be at Staples. Game 19, <laughs> back at Staples. We hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We will be back with you on Monday. Yes. Um, unless something truly crazy happens on Saturday. Monday's episode, recap of the hopefully victorious Clippers weekend. I don't even know if it's hopeful. It's mustful. Must, mustful. Is that a word? <laughs> it's uh, not. Muskful is something I've been called before. <laughs> uh, the Freshies talking about the new guys. Let's hope they get some PT. You know? Hey. I hope we have something other than closing minutes to report in the Luke Kennard Progress Report. Absolutely. Of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, Will, where can these highly intelligent people tell their maybe not as intelligent friends to listen to us to become a little more highly intelligent? Uh, you can tell your friends to listen to us on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. Absolutely. Are you tired yet? Basically, you can listen to this podcast anywhere you want. You definitely can. I have been positive, Chuck Lockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you. <laughs>